We're back. Another one. We have a name now. <laughs> yeah. Do you like it? Old Chestnuts? <laughs> <laughs> I really thought that you were going to have Old Chestnuts and then it, that was going to be like over top of like a muted picture of your ball sack. Because we had just watched the Big Mouth when they're like, oh, it's a duck egg. So... <laughs> I mean, for multiple reasons, <laughs> that would not be the case. I don't know if that would get past uh, Apple Podcasts. No, 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 of, no, 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 service. no, no. I just mean like when you sent me the text with the picture of like, what do you think about this? Oh, just for I you thought, personally? Yeah. You thought I, <laughs> I mean, even that. Hey, uh, are we recording? Oh, yeah, we are. Okay. Do you remember when Rick and I got you and Greg that birthday cake with the picture? Yeah. on it yeah with your nut out <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah from jameel's there was the what party was that sweat into the oldies or something or i had like little short shorts on yeah and it's like get your leg up high uh, well i was like crouched down i like had one knee up and one knee on the ground and then uh greg and adam are like on either side of me i think greg even has his like his elbow on my knee like he's he's like <laughs> He's a mere I think foot, he foot from my exposed testicle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we did one. We're back for another. Yeah. Enjoyed enough. I uh, so we so I put after that first one, I set the microphone price at six fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I figured we enjoyed it. We enjoyed each other's company enough right. for the first fifty minutes. And what was the what's the retail? of it oh like um, 165 i think something like that it works out to about 165 like new you know obviously it's a used mic but like that's the the new price um 650 seems fair that seems fair so if you want it that that email address was what was it again risa chad 2018 at gmail.com that's right for uh yeah if you're interested in the mic or the low low price or as we we said if you have questions for us which just they're pouring in after the first episode but <laughs> we've got a lot to get to so we probably won't we probably won't cover them this episode because it's just there's too many we haven't had a chance to sift through yeah all of them it's mostly dick pics actually <laughs> <laughs> it's chad sending them to me <laughs> um yeah after so i had to listen to the the sum of it at least to to make sure the levels were okay and stuff and um, listening to myself definitely bummed me out a little because, yeah, I just like, I just found myself being like, get it together, man. <laughs> like, 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 like. Saying like a lot, pretty croaky. Um, and I, you know, I feel like that's one of those things, you know, you know, you shouldn't, shouldn't point those things out because then it's like, 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 um, you know, if somebody didn't notice it, now you've just brought it to their attention and ruined it for the both of you what uh, are the chances they're going to go back for a second listen probably s- slim unless they start with this one and then and then go there true um, but yeah i um i mean yeah i acknowledge it for two reasons i think um one is like to uh, i guess the insecure part of me that's like i want to just like let the person know who's annoyed by it that i i know i'm not unaware of it i hear it (laughs) (laughs) i don't like it either um 
but also I think, I mean, there's probably a lot of reasons for it. Um, I feel like I'm not starting from the most like articulate baseline in general, but I was thinking one reason for that. I mean, we were also, we were very comfortable. We were out at the cabin. Uh, it was the end of, you know, a cabin day. We were slouched down on a big comfy couch by the fireplace and had had a few drinks and stuff. But I was thinking there was a big reveal, spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to the first one, that Risa had had an edible. Um, and I, uh, and was somehow much more clear and articulate. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> I was. Yeah. And I, I, I had had no drugs. Um, That's funny. But I don't have a lot of adult conversations these days. I, I have mean, enough for the both of us. Although they're very challenging. Li- no, they're just they're very limited and like the the material covered is it's just on repeat basically. Yeah. The weather. Oh yeah. And covid and you know, I have some clients that remember and like ask specific things like one woman was like, how's potty training going with your daughter? And, you know, but for the most part, it's pretty repetitive and often very repetitive within a few moments, depending on which client right. I'm with. Yeah. I was thinking that's a big difference in our jobs is that you see and talk to many people in a day. Whereas, so I'm a truck driver and now just a truck driver for the last few years I've been doing in-cab instructing which meant I did have somebody else with me that I was talking to but the majority of them English was not their first language so it's a different type of conversation you know it was still nice to have somebody to talk to but yeah you have to to in general kind of speak uh, in more sort of basic the most kind of clear language possible and um, there's not a lot of room for wordplay jokes and stuff you know like yeah. there's there's just certain things you know are going to be sort of lost in translation so yeah and i mean this is the job i've some variation on this job i've been doing for over 11 years now and it's just very solitary and i feel like it's kind of hurt my verbal dexterity a little bit yeah i don't know i still feel like you have uh you're more verbally dexterous because <laughs> they something like flexible but i'm like that doesn't work because yeah my conversations are there's a lot of them it's it can be very exhausting just to be like talking small talk all day about the same things but uh yeah i don't really have very many in-depth conversations you know here and there with with well, some... bursts of like heavy conversations too i mean that's yes. the thing like yeah I imagine most of your day is small talk, but then it's also like, yeah, either whether, whether, whether the, the actual conversation goes into heavy territory or whether there's this sort of like the unspoken sadness of the situation you're stepping yeah. into. Yeah. I imagine that's got, that, I couldn't do that at all. You're a home care nurse. Yes. I feel, I feel yes. like we, <laughs> it's easy for us to just talk to each other. Like we know all this stuff. That's right. Greg and Adam are friends of ours. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I am a home care nurse. I go... 
from house to house to house to see clients for a very wide variety of reasons. Um, yeah, and and people tend to assume that uh, I only work with seniors, which is um, not true. I would say, depending on the area of the city that I'm working, um, it can be a lot of seniors. But if you, when I go down into the more suburban single family dwellings, it's a lot of um, like middle aged people. And yeah, see and do a lot, a lot of different things. So, so another thing I was thinking, we didn't really, I mean, we were in sort of escapism mode last time. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I definitely don't want to turn it into a downer podcast, but uh, to actually bring this up more, more as kind of a, a positive thing, an uplifting thing um, that kind of comes from a, a sadder thing. But I mean... Obviously, this has been a heavy year for for everyone, um, but we've kind of had a we had a rough stretch, or I mean, st- still are sort of in one in that our our dog, our beloved dog that we've had for many years, has got a large mass on her liver and probably doesn't have all that much longer to live, unfortunately, um, and is in a situation where you know she has a procedure that needs to be done fairly frequently, but, but still has happiness and life to her and is not, is not at that point yet. Um, so we reached out to our friends, our community to ask for some support and because we didn't want our our dog's life to have to come down to a financial decision um which it was starting to terrifyingly look like could potentially happen because it was something that we could only sustain for so long we'd already dumped a good chunk of money into trying to help her out and it was going to be a a very frequent money dump going forward so yeah, it was just incredibly moving the support that we got. And if any of these people who did either reach out to us or made donations are listening, um, thank you so much. And it's, it's beyond moving. She's here with us right now. She's lying down beside us on the floor. And it's just nice to know that we have people in our life who are, willing to to kind of be there for you like that it's also a very um different experience maybe for us but definitely for me where i've never really had um like extra time you know like with a pet all my other pets like when i was little and i'd have hamsters they would just be dead in their cage one day um, or something would happen, they'd go to the vet and then the vet would be like, you know, I can't do anything there. What, you know, whatever the situation is. And then they, the pet would, you know, have to be euthanized. So you just, it's not what you expect to happen when you show up there and you leave empty handed. So to be able to know that she, um, 
you know, doesn't have a lot of time left, but that we're still able to have this time, you know? Definitely. It's different. And it's, uh, I know. And again, like I said, I don't want to just make, turn this into a, a sad podcast, but, um, yeah, I, uh, I know it's still going to be crushing when the time comes. I mean, there's, I think there's just no way around that. Like it's hard. Grief is inevitable and it's, it's, uh, it's a difficult thing, but I do think ultimately it, it it's helpful and it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's giving me time to kind of wrap around, wrap my head around what's coming. Yeah. And, and really kind of cherish this time, you know, like the, kind of the freedoms we've been allowing her, you know, (laughs) it's like, okay, any of our furniture protection and stuff that we were, we're doing around her, not jumping up on couches and stuff. It's like, it just seems like, you know, I just want her as close to me as possible when, whenever that's an option. So yeah, again, thank you. Um, Yeah. It's pretty special. Definitely. Very Um, overwhelming. Uh, on a sort of lighter subject as far as as far as things are surrounding kind of the the overall heaviness of the year um you've you've started a a sourdough journey recently (laughs) i feel like uh (laughs) i mean because i feel like when the whole when the pandemic stuff started that was like a real big that was a big thing like kind of back in the spring you know like people people making bread was sort of a big social media kind of thing you would see but then we we had a i mean everybody had a very unique experience but there was sort of the sort of the prevailing the idea of like the people locked up in their home bored what are we going to do that kind of thing which obviously was not everybody's situation and it definitely wasn't our situation um so i think that kind of thing lent itself to to bread baking um, whereas we both continued to to work steadily through it, so I think that's why you came to you came to this this journey a little later later in the whole pandemic. Yeah, I just uh, very often feel know, like not like bored, kind of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I need like I want a hobby or something to do, but I just I'm always torn because I. You know, when my child is napping, I want to do nothing and shut my brain off. But you can only do that so much before it just becomes detrimental to your to my mental health. Where if I can do something and feel productive and that's, you know, this is ongoing an ongoing theme in my life. And I want to just start doing more things for ourselves like I want to have a better garden and I want to just learn a lot of things like I feel I don't know sometimes I just feel like I'm really late to the game it's been a tough year for like personal growth type stuff like I find myself defaulting like in my entertainment choices to easily digestible you know like I'm just like you know like I normally want to watch challenging movies i like reading i've like read maybe two books this year Uh, most nights to wind down i watch youtube videos in bed and it's like i don't want to fall into that but 
the days just seem like they take too much out of me to like be like, all right, now let's let's tear into this great novel. You know, I'm like, I don't have anything left for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, just very, very tired. Both the actual work, taking care of a toddler, getting dinner on the table, like the actual kind of nuts and bolts. And then I think just the, just the weight of the world. It's just, uh, I mean, I, I don't think this is unique to us. I think everybody, you know, a lot of people are probably feeling some version of this but yeah i do like the sourdough thing because it is pretty forgiving and and i've only done it twice so like with each bake you get two loaves so there's been four in total and uh already like pretty big differences from the first time to the second time and it's just kind of nice being able to sort of identify the, you know, small things that made it better. But it's also so forgiving that, like, if you do kind of fuck up a little bit, it's all right. Except for when I really forgot I was making sourdough focaccia and I forgot about it for too long on the counter. And that really turned into a pile of shit. <laughs> but I learned, you know, exactly when it looks like this, you've gone too far. <laughs> So, yeah, I, mean, I actually am going to make some next week. Okay. For some Christmas gifts. I mean, your first go around was It was really incredible. good. It was delicious. Yeah. So I can do that again. That was easy. It was just the timing. It was just 4 hours too much for the second one cuz I forgot. Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty foolproof. It's pretty easy. And lots of variations. And the sourdough loaves themselves there's different things that i want to try i actually watched a video of a woman that was she's um she'd boiled beets and then for the water she used that water and it was pink but i guess the color is only in the water so as it bakes and the water like evaporates there goes the pink color oh okay so when she cut into it it was not pink (laughs) so it was kind of a surprise but um she still she still posted her video though. Yeah, she was like, "Whoa, <laughs> you know, it was neat. It was like a little journey that she took everybody on." Oh, that's good. Hopefully, people didn't just decide to dive in in the first couple minutes of the video and say, "I want some pink bread." <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it had any flavor, like beet flavor. Oh yeah. That's the next thing too. I want to try some like add-ins. Right. So just a lot of different options. The thing is, though. We went on this sort of like healthy eating thing for a couple of weeks and I was feeling really great. And then I bought a starter and it's just all gone downhill. And our, I feel like my eating is being derailed again. Yeah. Not as bad as it was, but could be better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's delicious. And if it's, that's the thing is if it's here, I like can't help myself. Yeah, too much bread doesn't agree with me. Too much, you know. If if I was capable of moderation, it would be fine in moderation. But uh, when you got two two fresh loaves coming out of the oven, it's, it's, it's good. Some, I did give away good butter in the whole fridge. one. Yeah, which was good this last time. I'll do that again. I'd like to try making some different flavored butters. Yeah, butter's so expensive. This is why we need to make our own. But. You know, we move to a farm and get a cow and then (laughs) start a whole new life. 
and we'll take you people on the journey as we do all this right yeah (laughs) do you ever think about that if you had made different choices and (laughs) (laughs) the picture you're painting why (laughs) it's not like a bad thing but if it's like no i just i was thinking the last episode when you're like it's the first time we've talked for more than 15 <laughs> minutes. And then and then you're like, I I just get so bored. I just want to change <laughs> my ever, whole life. Do you ever think about <laughs> if you made different choices? I mean, I get bored. Like, there's a lot of things to be done. But I just like, I mean, I need a, I need a more creative outlet. And I've always struggled to find and keep something. I mm. like have my father's traits of trying it and then being like, eh, I did it. I'm over it. Like nothing really sticks. Yeah. So I'm trying to find something that sticks a little bit better or even is, you know, it can be seasonal and just, just something other than parking my ass on the couch and watching shitty TV. Yeah. Cause that is too easy to default to. And then I don't feel good. You know, I watched the new episode, a couple new episodes of Grey's Anatomy this new season Mm -hmm. that's all like covid stuff yeah and it just turned me into a basket case oh yeah yeah it's just too there's too uh it's just too that's what i'm looking for come on with your verbal flexibility i've told you it's too it's um, lacking you know like it's what's happening okay yeah, I'm the, not sure oh, what the you word is on for. the tip of my tongue. I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, God damn it. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, anyways, I didn't... Uh, I've realized, I'm like, I don't think I can watch that right now. Maybe, like, next year I can, but not, not right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, living with the reality of it's enough, like... Yeah. I, um... Yeah, that doesn't sound uh, like something I'd be interested in. I mean, not just because it's Grey's Anatomy. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I mean, I definitely have creative hobbies. I'm a bad finisher, though. I, <laughs> I start a lot of stuff and then... <laughs> yeah, just don't... Uh, we can try to get our dog up on the couch. Come on. Up, up. <laughs> Do you have to go out? She has to pee all the time because she's on medication that makes her have to pee. But I think a lot of times she's just not sure. There we go. Come on up. You bony bitch. One thing I, I think about as far as a... Not necessarily a thing I wish I'd done differently because... I mean, it's one of those things where every... Every different path you could have taken potentially would have steered you into a different life. And, and I, I like my life. But as far as things that, you know, advice I would give to a younger me or something like that would be volunteer networking is not inherently gross. Be open to mentors, like that kind of thing. I just didn't do that kind of stuff. I had passions and interests that I just didn't take the paths that could have potentially fostered that, you know? Can you give an example? Mm, I mean, just all the, just all the arts, you know, like I love film stuff. I love 
music stuff. And I mean, I played in a band like growing up and stuff. And, but I just like, I don't know. I mean, there's just so many things that I was into, but I just like, I never took part in any sort of extracurricular uh. stuff, you know? And I never like, I kind of just always wanted to stick to my friends. I think I just always had like a tough time, like trusting new people or something to not be phony or lame or like some like idea of like, I don't know, some sort of like version of dishonesty or something like that. I don't, I don't even know how to articulate what, what it was in my mind. It it was probably like fear more than anything of just like not being good enough at the thing, you know, and being embarrassed or something like that. Like I always wanted to learn things in private or or be good at them right away, you know, like school yeah. always kept, came easy to me. Um, things like that I was fine with, or like things I could kind of like get down to like a level I'm comfortable with, uh, like not under anybody's eye, you know, but like the idea of like failing in front of people or like not even failing, but just like not being as good as I think I should be or something like that. I, I think I always had a tough time with. So exposing myself to that by joining like, a group or a, you know, some sort of a volunteer program or something like that was something I avoided through all of my late teen, young adult life. And I think those things are really valuable, especially when it comes to like being able to end up in a career that you love or, or just being able to kind of like have a a network of people that you can continue to pursue a, a hobby with or something, you know? Yeah. That all makes sense. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Relatable is the word I was looking for oh, earlier. Okay. Yeah. Just too relatable. Right. That's, um, I also, f- I feel that too of wanting to, uh, do it right. And then if you like can't do it right, then getting frustrated and not wanting to do it at all or, realizing that things are trial and error and practice and I think that's why like with cooking stuff like I like cooking but I've always been drawn to the really sciencey approach to it and like specificity because to me that like reduces the margin of error and so I think like I can I'm a picky cook but I'm not like a picky eater I mean like I'm not not even picky like like specific or like kind of uptight you know like like I, I think sometimes people get the impression of like oh chad really likes to cook and like really like kind of be very specific about yeah like the methods making and the a very finicky and stuff. chili crisp <laughs> like that yeah that kind of thing and but then like if somebody's cooking for me like amazing like i you know i'm not yeah but knowing like from my perspective anyways knowing that you are like a finicky cook puts on added pressure like not you don't do it on purpose but you know but like in my head i was thinking about that actually not that long ago what the heck was it oh i think it was that day that my i just had a really rough uh work day and was just feeling very like emotionally burnt out and a lot of like caregiver burnout and it was a friday and i picked up our daughter from my mom's house and she sent us home with a frozen pizza and it 
just saved my life that day to just put this like shitty grocery store frozen pizza in the oven and like this supper and uh it was like a real thing where I'm like this is okay to do like I don't know in my head I, I very often think that like making supper has to be like a a more elaborate ordeal than it has to be and I think part of that is because I know that you have a high standard for what you cook and like that's a big part so I feel like I have to like live up to this I'm like I'm yeah I, I get that that is how it could feel but I but I wish it didn't because I'm I'm so open to easy you know like especially during the week like yeah god like I don't want to be doing anything overly complicated during the week and okay. even like that when you brought home that uh, jar of pizza sauce and I mean I don't want to eat like that like the prepared shit with like you say like all the sugar and crap in it and especially or tomato sauce whatever it was it's so easy to make like yeah. but it's sometimes it's just reminding myself that like no there there can be like simple easy <clears throat> options it doesn't have to be something that's like some elaborate recipe yeah and it just gives me more i just enjoy it more i don't like doing stuff when there's a lot of pressure behind it well if any of that pressure is coming from your perception of what i think then change your perception. <laughs> relieve yourself of that pressure i don't know no, and, and it is it is but it's like you know having to to, to notice that and yeah. to identify it. It's like, oh. I feel like this year I've probably done less cooking than I normally do too. I think part of it too is like, I like hosting. I like having, yeah. getting a big group of our friends around a table and like making a bunch of food. Like it's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. And I mean, we haven't been able to do that. I think year. I've stepped it up a bit more cooking. You've definitely been doing more cooking, because which is a huge relief. Like it's it's nice, like coming home because I work long days. I mean, we both have exhausting jobs, and I, I as much like as much as I like cooking. Yeah, it's like sorry, I feel like I cut you off there. Not sorry. Um, I uh, yeah, I've been enjoying the cooking you've been doing because yeah, I like it, but it definitely can just like it can all be too much sometimes you know yeah coming home and then especially because i come home and our daughter i want to see her she wants to see me and i want to start the process of getting our food going and you know as much as i can some nights i can get her involved in that process and it's uh and it's good but then you know a lot of times that there's either nothing she can do for what we're making or she has no interest or whatever. And or we don't have the patience to let her help. Because <laughs> right, right. her helping yeah. sometimes is... Hindering. Hindering. Yeah. It's exactly the word I was going to say also. Um, I um, I also work better... See, I don't like things that, like when there's a lot of pressure, but in the, in the kitchen, I do need some sort of recipe to follow, whereas you tend to be a lot better at just winging it. And before I was really intimidated by that and was like, well, I can't just wing it. I need some structure. So now knowing that and being like, well, I want to cook more and I want to have suppers made better, you know, like it just means like, okay, well, for me to do that, I need to have the structure of planning out what we're going to have and making sure we have groceries. I still find it hard to 
remember to that we need to keep replenishing groceries. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, we've been trying to keep our grocery shopping, like our trips to the grocery store to a minimum. Whereas before this year, we were often a, I'll stop and grab stuff on the way home from work multiple nights a week kind of was our sort of operating which is really not great like financially or just time and i mean it's good from a sort of a produce stand a produce yeah like that's the thing as far as like okay what's fresh or what's a good price like doing a doing a big shop can be good because then you load it up but then you're kind of like okay well these are the things i need and sometimes they're not on sale or whatever whereas like a pop-in and i mean for me like you say i'm i'm much more kind of willing or open to just sort of like these are my ingredients okay i'm gonna put something together from these or as you would much rather work from a recipe which then kind of like locks you into ingredients a little bit more but yeah i mean i think both both kind of have their their perks and their downsides but it's just adjusting and i think we we did better at it in the spring somehow we really were on the ball with life in the spring <laughs> like i no like i don't know i just i felt it like i felt like calm and comfortable like aside from work like i definitely was not calm and comfortable at the start of all of it with work and then you know once things kind of like got into routine and like numbers weren't really that concerning like things really felt good Mm -hmm. and then well i think we were kind of also it it definitely helped that we were doing financially pretty good at that point too um for a number of reasons and tax season i was still doing in cab instructing so i was making a fair bit more at that point and and yeah, and we were just whatever. We were doing a good job of kind of managing things, and I think just kind of living r- our best life. <laughs> and riding this sort of the seasonal shift, you know, like that's a for good, me, good like point. I big time. I have much more capacity for making good decisions. Yeah, when the weather's nice. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's a that's a hundred percent accurate. And now we are on the other end of that yeah we're still getting with like, really nice, good, nice weather, weather for, for but the season but still the darkness yeah and the looming of what is going to inevitably come although we're at the end of december so yeah okay maybe it's gonna get cold as hell outside but we're already through november we're through december um but yeah we're just we're definitely on like the da- a down slope of everything but it'll come back up again. So to switch gears for a second, because I keep forgetting and it's not something I can forget about, is that I have enrolled in a course. Right. Whoops. I keep forgetting. I thought about that this morning. <laughs> I've done nothing with it. I have, it's a, um, a distance, like an, it, everything is online, done on your own. Uh, it is a nursing foot care course. So you take this course at the end of it, you get certified as a foot care nurse and you can start your own business, which I want to do on days that I'm not being a home care nurse. 
I've never taken a class where it's like 100% my responsibility to just do it. And like how it works with the testing is there, there's test slots. I think it's every Tuesday uh, th- and Thursday evening or Sunday morning maybe and you like register for a spot when you're ready this is what I get from it there's really not been much guidance at all and there's two tests and the whole thing is done by some date in March but yeah the fact that I just haven't done it and like even forgot and I was like oh crap I did get most of the materials printed out my dad printed them out for me now it's just going to be carving out the time to sit down take a look um I thought it would be, I thought I'd be more motivated because I am motivated to get it done, but it's also going to be, I think, a lengthier process than I first thought because there are quite a few courses to do. Come here, Kia. Do you actually have to go out now? I think she might have to. I'll go give her a try. Welcome back. She had to drop some logs. Uh, I, she had to she had to get running to, to oh, yeah. loosen it up, so I <laughs> ran around outside in my tank top. How <laughs> many around. of you are loving that visual? <laughs> <laughs> Loosening up the logs. <laughs> <laughs> Wild man. So um, yeah. Yeah. So would you would me um Asking you about or um, reminding you about your course be helpful or annoying? Um, probably depends on the day. <laughs> I'm serious. Just be prepared. I'm for trying to be whatever reaction. Yeah, I'm trying to be very honest with myself and my brain. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Depends. Give it a whirl and we'll report. We'll report back. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think once I, you know, I, what I think I might do is, when I when I was decided I was ready to learn something and try some, bring on something else. I said, you know, in the new year I'll be ready for it. So that's what I'm. I mean, we're almost there. That's sort of where I'm at. Um, this part of the course material is not that difficult. Um, so I think if I, you know, start in the new year, uh, time, and I think maybe like once a week, I might just have to drop Luella off at my mom's for a day and then do like that rather than I was going to just rely on doing it during her nap time. But some days, depending what we get up to or how I'm feeling like that might not be great. I'm also finding that I'm having a lot more energy in the evenings but that's leading to me going to bed too late and then I'm just like too tired even though I'm getting like decent hours of of interrupted very interrupted sleep um I still I think I should just you know not stay up until 11 even though I want to because it's quiet I'm alone and you know Ultimately, I don't think it's great. Yeah, it can be. I mean, it's funny because just so many people, 11 probably still sounds yeah. so early. <laughs> um, I feel like if we were able to sleep solidly, though, it would make a big difference in our lives. 
Yeah. We can't, unfortunately. No, especially not lately. I mean, our cat, though, I mean, today was really the cats for the problem. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants a friend for the <laughs> pandemic, we have one you can borrow indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. I'm without, I mean, it's, it's pretty late into this, so I don't want to start like a whole other big topic, but yeah. Um, I was thinking about how our homes always filled with so much life between all the plants and the animals and now our daughter and, and that's amazing. And it's, it, it helps at the end of a hard day, you know, like there's just so much, I feel like I have friends and there's lots of people who come home to home with no life yeah in it and it makes a huge difference um and it lifts my spirits but (laughs) it can also be exhausting because the two of us are the the life that has to keep all the other life alive (laughs) and and tend to it and uh and it's just we're always responsible for some one something many things <laughs> like oh, and yes. it's just uh it's nice the brief moments where you can just be where you can feel irresponsible um and i was thinking about i mean both of us took separate solo trips last year you took one to toronto i took one to to calgary in last november and it was so I really didn't do, you know, we didn't do much. It was just kind of like an endless cycle of like coffee, food, alcohol, coffee, food, alcohol, and just chatting and catching up. And, um, went to see my friend Luke and, uh, but it was just the weight off of me, you know, to just, and I remember like then I had an early flight back on whatever day I was there for four or five days and, and the night before my early flight to be kind of the, the <laughs> biggest drinking night and which just woke up feeling horrendous and i remember the feeling of being at the airport just like a zombie like feeling like i was gonna die but then also like just this little spark of enjoyment of it of like just feeling so irresponsible and like that being kind of fun to just be like you know that almost that youthful thing of like being like, yeah, I had an early flight and I got fucking hammered the night before. And I just, you know, might throw up in front of the Starbucks. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I think every parent needs that kind of thing every once in a while, you know, it was like, a, yeah, it was it was a much needed but interesting. But looking back on it too, interesting trip. I remember the. I'm usually like pretty indifferent to flying, um, but I was just like really bothered taking off and landing. Like you know, be like, are we gonna crash? Like, am I gonna die and never see my baby again? And like, yeah. Luella was only one and a half, and she was going through a very. Um, clingy stage where she would really like you know cry when I wasn't there and that's how I was dropped off at the airport by my mom was you know saying goodbye to her and she's crying mama and you know like then I have to just walk away from that and then you know getting to I went to Toronto to see 
and stay with my friend Tim and then see our friends uh, Greg and Rika while we were there. While I was there, rather. And, uh, yeah, I just I just remember having very little brain power and just really needing to make no decisions and just not do much and not have to do much yeah which was which was nice like got off the plane met up with him smoked a bowl went for lunch went back to his apartment i think we both probably fell asleep at some point you know just those things of oh it just didn't matter we could just do whatever but it was also just like a real like battle in my brain of like it was it, i couldn't couldn't quite fully relax um Whereas next time I go, I would like it to be an annual thing. I think it'd be a lot different. I'm more like ready to be like, hey, let's go out and be irresponsible. (laughs) Not, I'm just tired. I was just so tired. I just wanted to like really just do nothing. And that was okay, you know, for me to fly to another city. And like, I didn't need to go out exploring. And, you know, we went out to eat and, you know, still had a really great time. But was, I just needed, like, nothing on the agenda. Yeah, it was the same, same for me. Like, I almost may have been... I mean, I don't want to say... It. I'm sure it was very fun for, for Luke as well. But we just, like... I just didn't want to do anything that, like, tied me to a schedule. Yeah. Sort of, like, especially, like, so much of my job is just, like, dictated by time. I spent so much of my life thinking about time yeah. and, like, figuring out timing on things and stuff. And so I remember there was, like... um a friend of his was like doing some sort of a performance at, I think it was at the library or something. And it sounded very cool. But then there's just part of me that's like, I don't want to have to be at a specific place at a specific time and be locked in where it's like, okay, this is where we are for the next hour or whatever. You know, like I just wanted to be able to just take our time, go where we wanted, you know, like, Oh, we're hungry. Let's go down the street, grab some food. Let's, pick up a couple more beers let's go here you know like that was just free all i wanted yeah because because it's just and i mean it's all yeah you get to this point because it's all in the service of the things that that do bring so much life to our home but uh but sometimes you just need a break from it lots of times (laughs) i do anyways It's just, I feel like I'm always, always making decisions. I have a hard time with that. Always making decisions and always having some sort of caregiving requirement, you know. And uh, like at work, I'm always having to make decisions and, you know, taking care of, taking care of our dog has been another interesting layer to everything but it's okay. Kind of one of those things it's okay because it has to be, you know, because <laughs> there's not another option. Um, but it's also something that is for the greater good in, in our little life anyways, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's no uh, there's no one way to do any of this, but most of the time I feel like we find ways that work. I feel like this has been like, <laughs> maybe people like listen to the first one, be like, this is fun. <laughs> this is the second one. It's like, no, 
I don't know if I'll listen to the third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe episode three, you have yourself another edible. I'm, I'm going to let myself say like a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, it. Uh, I actually do have other edibles to eat. I almost accidentally <laughs> ate. Because we like have Christmas yeah. baking from from people and stuff. And I was like, ooh. And then I all of a sudden, this I, re- all of a sudden I remembered I get drug tested, so I can't I can't have that. Um, you would have probably been horribly slaughtered by eating some of that brownie. It's oh yeah. Very strong. Um and I even almost when I was putting the stuff in the other basket was gonna say, Don't forget, don't eat this. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I remembered. Yeah. Like, but it looked it looks really delicious. It does. Um, I gave some to my mom, and while her husband was at the lake, and she had a good time. Oh, there we go. There's a funny story we can go out on. My you mom? Know, no, 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 no. <laughs> when we were in Mexico, and we had Mexico. we don't need to say her name. I don't know, but uh, and we had a. Uh, oh, and Tia ate the cookie. We were in Toronto. You'd want to. Okay. That's okay. Tia will never hear this. And even if she does, she'll laugh her ass off at it. We were in... It was Mexico. Well, we were in Phoenix. We were on our way down to Mexico. I don't think so. Because I got the call in the kitchen. We were in Toronto. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, I thought it, I thought it was when we were going down to Mexico. I don't think so. Because wasn't that when Kia's brain broke? When like Tia watched her while we were gone down to Mexico? Yeah. And we came back and she was nibbling? Like yeah, I, th- yeah. I feel like it was then. I but think I we feel were, like... We were in um, in Steve's parents' place in Phoenix. I don't know. Maybe you're right. It doesn't know. matter. We were on it a trip. It doesn't matter. Either way, I had um, some weed cookies in the freezer. Pretty potent ones. Yeah. And like they totally smelled and tasted like weed. Yeah. But they were frozen. That can kind of like. I guess. Dampen the. It must have. Smell a little bit. And so a friend of mine was house slash dog slash pet sitting for us while we were away and she messages me like oh my god the cookies in your freezer <laughs> and she ate a whole one at least a whole one at least a whole one and more. she's a very petite person and wasn't a regular like user of any form of weed or anything like that and um and i was like she had she messaged me after she ate it so before she was starting to get really high and i knew they were super strong but i was like oh they're not that bad you'll be okay it'll be fun and anyways she like wigged out (laughs) real hard i think that she was even supposed to drop kia off she was supposed to go somewhere and she couldn't i think you're right yeah i can't remember the exact details yeah but But i have one more funny story okay the first time i ever got high with my mom it's one of my favorite stories. How old were you? Uh, high school, 17 maybe. We lived in my childhood home, the one on Knott's Ferry there, and we smoked a joint in the living room and we ordered pizza. And I remember when the pizza guy came, my mom got super paranoid. She's like, he's going to smell it. And she like took a dish towel and was waving it around her head, trying to like <laughs> waft away the stink of like weed in her own house. And oh, it's just so funny seeing her so frantic and just so stoned. Were you able to be like comfortable and enjoy it, or was it weird for you? I mean, I have a fond memory of it. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm good. not sure what else. Yeah, you know, 
other than that memory, I don't, but it was funny. It was really funny. <laughs> That's funny. That reminds me of back before I was a truck driver and didn't get drug tested. And we, I worked at Sobeys in my early twenties and we, um, would often have to like work after the store was closed, like putting away the orders that would come like in the evening in, in the cooler, we had like a produce cooler. So there was one night we had a bottle of tequila in the cooler and some weed. And so we were drinking, we were doing like shots in the cooler. And then we, um, we decided to smoke some weed in there because we had seen, so there's like the kids, there was, there was a couple different kids that worked in the seafood department and they were all just like ridiculous burnout teen, like just, just, I don't know what term to use, but (laughs) just not the sharpest kids, you know, like, and they would smoke weed in the seafood cooler. And we're like, yeah, they, they do it and they blow it into the vent and then it doesn't smell. But the thing is the seafood cooler had both like a cold air in, but then it also had like a kind of like an outtake, like an out vent for, I guess, smell and stuff, you know, which the produce cooler didn't have that. Like it just had the cold air vents blowing in. And we were like, and it's so funny because we would mock like how dumb these kids were, but here we were (laughs) (laughs) blowing, smoking weed and blowing it into these vents and then quickly realizing, oh, wait a second. Like this air is blowing in to the cooler. This isn't taking any, (laughs) anything out. And like, we're like, oh fuck, like it stinks so bad in here. And realizing like, oh man, like our manager's going to come in in the morning and open this cooler door. And we were, we were trying, like trying to fan it out and everything. And we quickly realized we were the dumb ones. I, uh, thinking about it, like there's a lot of funny, funny to me anyways, weed stories, you know? Well, like, there we go. We got our episode three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you feeling like a real podcaster now? Um, yeah. No? Yeah? Well, I don't know. What do you think? Has I'm the, not really has sure the price what gone up means. or has the price gone down? Oh, in those terms. You know, our content would maybe make the price go down a little. Oh, I think so, eh? Yeah. But I think our enthusiasm for the project as a whole would make the price at least stay the same, maybe go up a little. So we, I said six fifty the first time, right? I believe so. Six thirty. That's a weird number. <laughs> um, you name it. Do you this know time. what? Does anybody out there know what uh, Chad's favorite time is? Oh, you know what? What? I discovered that there's another part to that joke, and it's actually <gasps> kind of racist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well, I guess it doesn't have to be, but it's the two thirty gent- d- dentist joke. Yeah, that's it. Which I we yeah. can stop there. Yeah, we'll stop there. We don't need to explain the other part of it that I, I didn't realize was actually part of the joke. But uh <laughs> Um so six thirty is weird. I don't know why. Okay. Sounds um, more like a time than a price. Yeah, like I for some reason it should be maybe like six twenty five or okay. like six fifty. I don't know why twenty five dollar increments just totally makes no sense, like in the real world. <laughs> And it sounds now like I've had an edible, which I haven't. But yeah, okay, we'll let's go with do six, 6.30. Six 
<laughs> Make us an offer somewhere in the six twenty-five to six thirty range if you want to buy a $160 microphone for six hundred and roughly twenty-five to thirty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you for listening. Listening again, and um, we'll we'll probably do this again. Probably. And uh, well, yeah, we'll try to keep it a little lighter next time. Maybe you'll get weed stories next mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, email us if you if you want. The inbox is full. Yeah, you're, you're gonna go to the bottom of the queue at this point, but but we'll get to you. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.